going to look at a bunch of crazy videos today here of things that have highlights that Brother Carl put together for us here and uh, put together a bunch for us. And, you know, uh, I he didn't put this one in, which is quite all right, because I, I'm going to put it in again. I think it's one of the funniest moments we've had. And uh, and but not we're not just talking about funny moments here today. We're going to be talking about some serious things. We're going to have some video from Europe and some different things like that that we're going to talk about over the course of the next two hours and just have a good time here ending out the new year and uh, or the old year here and looking at the new year here. But who could forget about this highlight right here? What I really need to do is take biblical advice from a dude dressed like a hot dog. I'm going to put this on a video, the gospel according to Oscar Mayer Wieners. online eight ministry of old paths baptist church and uh, we are definitely live here and uh andrew is in the studio here he's been tweaking stuff all day he's been playing with stuff he put stuff up here on the ceiling he he uh he's been he's been playing games all day playing puzzles on my ceiling here and uh playing with lighting i stole a door from my wife back here out of the house that we had we had this door right here as you can see and uh, that's a nice door, isn't it? It is. And it was, and I was like, well, that's no good. What What do we need it for in the in that little laundry area there? We're not using it for nothing. I'm going to steal it and I'm going to put it over here. So anyway, we'll get a fancy hookup for it here sometime, but uh, make sure it slides back and forth. And you did hear Tarzan, Paul. You heard Tarzan on that billions of billions of years ago song. And, uh, which is a classic, by the way. Everybody loves that song. And since we are, you know, going over things that that uh, one of the one of the most favorite songs that um, that everybody had this year. And I, I have to play it. I really do. Right. Because it is like the most one of the most favorite songs. All right. And it is one that that. We have actually have to call the wambulance a lot when we're out street preaching. And with this ministry, it seems like the wambulance is called quite a bit.
Work all day doing all my chores, cleaning up my messy room, sweeping all the floors. Mother made me clean my plate, kept me in my chair. Pity me, cause life just isn't fair. Oh. I don't want to go to school, homework is a bore. Ask me anything you want, two plus two is four. Johnny took my candy bar, Susie will not share. Pity me, cause life just isn't fair. You know, I had to call that ambulance for Christmas there because I'm telling you what, I never met a bunch of people that got so upset about Christmas this year uh, that, uh, boy, were they really, really upset about that. And, I mean, they just, they were like, well, you're you're just not a very nice guy. You're just mean. And, and uh, you know, we're worshiping Christ. I'm like, well, you're supposed to worship Christ according to spirit and truth, not any way you want to. Right? Well, that didn't go over well with them, so we definitely had to call that wambulance on them. Uh, are you going to play the C3PO1 or whatever? Oh, that is a funny one. You know, I kind of... Carl, if Carl... I don't know what Carl did in this video. So I have not proofed this video. So this either rises or falls on Carl here, all right? If Carl puts something goofy in this video, which he probably did... I have no idea, okay? So I was trusting Carl with that. So don't start whining, okay? Or we'll call the ambulance on you. I think Cindy's going to play this song for you when you have to go out to the wood pile and cut down wood. <laughs> if you don't cut enough wood, Brother Paul, I think Cindy's going to put this on the loudspeaker. This right here. Praise your God, don't be a whiner. Be a trusting in the Savior all the timer. Because if you make a fuss, follow ambulance, we must. Oh, that's a great part of the end. Wah, wah. I like that part at the end. I think I want to dub that. I need a sound. 
We got to, Andrew, you got to hook me up with a soundboard so I can push a button. Wah, wah. When somebody does that, I can just wah, wah. Can you do that? Can you figure out how to do that? Wah, wah. That's great. Okay. Anyway, we'll figure that out. Uh, anyway, I hope you're all doing well here. We are at the end of the year here, right? A couple days left. Uh, I'll just uh, remind you of a few things. Don't miss Sunday uh, morning service and then after the Sunday morning service towards the evening. We will be live out on the streets at 6 p.m., somewhere around 6 p.m. Central Time. We will be live out on the street and uh, preaching And there are going to be 70,000 football fans either very angry or very happy. Either way, they're not going to like us. All right? Just, they're not going to be happy with us because we are going to be preaching the gospel, calling men to repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, so don't miss that. We will be streaming live. What's that? Yeah, we will probably have two different streams because of the time frame difference, right? So we'll be in front of uh, the stadium, and then we'll take a break for a while when all those people are there. And... Then when we come back there, we'll probably have more. And then there'll be more. So it could be two or three streams. I don't know. We'll see. So just you're going to have to stay awake uh, for all that. Right? Pop some popcorn. Carl, it's going to be. Carl, that's going to be 1 1 a.m. Not 1 p.m. 1 a.m. for you. That's 1 a.m. for you. Isn't it? No. Yes, 6 p.m. is, yeah, 1 a.m. But if we're out there till midnight, it's going to be 7 o'clock in the morning for you. Be time to wake up. Carl don't wake up at 7. He gets up at like 11. He don't get up. Come on. Carl don't get up until 7 o'clock. Stop. Andrew, you can't give him that much credit for that. Carl don't get up. I mean, he's got to perm his hair and get it. It takes a while to get that perm done and all that. You know, he perms his, you know, it's like, you remember, right? You remember how long it takes Carl to perm? Instead, I'm going to call Carl Big Perm. Big Perm! That's right. He's got to get his hair done and everything. Right. Anyway, all right. Well, I guess, I guess we'll get into this video. You need your, hey. If there's one thing you and I could agree on, you definitely, Carl, need your beauty sleep. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. If you're telling me the reason you're sleeping is so you could get some beauty sleep, I'm like all for that. I'm like, I agree. You definitely need your beauty sleep. Definitely. That's, that's just accurate right there, man. All right, here we go. I don't know what's on here, but I do know we do. Thanks for reminding me. If you have any other things that you want to see here on this broadcast, we have two hours. If you have anything else, let me know. Uh, message me or something like that to get a hold of me or just put it in the comment section there, and we'll try. We'll, we'll get to it. 
Uh, we'll add add to the video and we'll add to the the broadcast and all that fun stuff here. So I appreciate Brother Carl putting this all together for us and Mary's help there, right, Mary? Huh? I know Mary's the silent one behind the scenes. Probably, you know, making food and making rice and making all kinds of fun stuff over there. And man, she made this dessert the other day. I saw a picture of it. I'm like, wow, that looks good. He said, I think maybe she can make that for us when we're in Canada. I'm like, that's a great idea. By the way, grandma's birth certificate came today. Was ready yesterday. I had him next day air it to make sure it got. I don't want to take any chances with any of these documents. And so grandma's is here. We're waiting for grandpa's now. They're try- did you know they did those? They did those birth certificates back then in cursive, Andrew? Grandma's birth certificate is in cursive. Yeah, it's an exact photocopy of the original because they don't they can't send the original. We only get photocopies. We never get originals. They stay with the, the county, but but anyway. So Bacon would always help Jessica. It would always help Carl, but we're working on that one. We're but man cannot live by bacon alone, though. You can, you got to eat some good food, too, right? You can't just have bacon, right? You got to have bacon and vegetables. That's what you, you got. You got to fry. Look, if I've taught you anything here, people, fry your vegetables in bacon grease. Yeah. You want to fry them in bacon. Hey, you know, you know. <laughs> Paul, brother Paul. He's like my lard homie, man. Paul's like, Paul looked at me with such a, with such love when, when I looked at him and I said, Paul, I'm cooking this in lard. And he's like, he got, Paul got a smile on his face that was so huge. He's like, you're cooking this in lard? I'm like, yeah. He's like, he looks over at Cindy and he goes, he's cooking this in lard. (laughs) So Paul is my brother and companion in using lard, right? You got to use lard. But Jessica, did you fry that sourdough in lard? Okay, anyway. All right, you ready? Andrew, I'm testing the mic here to see if I scream and holler if it's going to mess up because Andrew's trying to fix all this stuff. He's trying to, hey, can you can you hear the furnace in the background? Or is it? Is the filter working to keep it? Okay, good. All right. Here we go. Ready? You know, I'm going to stop for a minute. I'll end up doing that a couple times. But this was probably one of the greatest highlights of my year and probably one of the greatest highlights ministry-wise to be able to go to a place like this and 
some place that has a lot of historical significance because back when Brother Beller was alive, even you know when we were on Baptist history tours, Brother Beller and Brother Ted Alexander took us to different places. I took my family to the 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 valleys uh, to uh, Piedmont over in North Carolina might be South Carolina. I always get those confused. But anyway, um, I took them over there to that, and they got to see the replica of this, of what we're going to show you here. And I want to go back someday. I want to take my wife there someday. I really would like to. I think it's an amazing place. It, it, no one, It's like no one really knows about it. It's just like up there, and it's just like it's left alone. I think it's amazing to me. You know, as time went on, and Brother Andrew, you know, he he felt the same way, that we got to go there and see that. And we haven't even talked to you, really, about a lot of those things yet. The work that we're going to do with all the footage and everything that that we got from there, we haven't even scratched the surface yet. We're going to try to get the Coliseum done by April, the Coliseum documentary. But this right here was truly something special that, is you know it it it's hard to top that when it comes to things because of the significance of those people that suffered under that antichrist uh regime that antichrist government that was trying to destroy them and would hunt them out and kill them and they literally were the contenders of the faith Uh oh. What's that? Better? Should we try that? Is it pulling it out of the cloud? Download anyway. Okay. Let's try that. The levels? Here? Okay. We're good? All right. We're going to download that so it doesn't, because it's coming in off the cloud there. How long is it? Let's see. Is that what it's doing right now? Well, while we're waiting, we we can we can definitely watch this. This is the uh here. Since Brother Jimmy is no longer with us, is there anybody else who has the gift of interpreting the tongues in which we're all going to speak today? Anybody? 
Oh, goodness, that was frightening. Oh, hello. Who might you be? Why, we're the members of Wickersham Apostolic Church, and you are? Isn't it obvious, Preacher Jeff? He's a golden angel from heaven. <laughs> okay, so uh, I've showed this like at least five times this year. But here's the thing. I found it this year, and I thought it was great. I have preached a lot against the charismatic movement. We'll preach a lot more against it. And it's funny to me how here's this Lutheran guy, which I don't agree with in doctrine at all, right? But on this, he is absolutely correct in what he's talking about as far as that goes. And these charismatics are absolutely unhinged with what they teach and what they preach. So this mock of this is just completely hilarious. I'm afraid that's not quite true. My name is C-3PO. I am a service droid from another galaxy, programmed to interact with and assist various organic life forms such as yourselves. Assist us? Yes, that's right. Is there anything with which you need assistance? Well, yes, actually. We're trying to get an old-timey revival going where a number of us are going to speak in tongues, but our translator called in sick with an unexpected case of Lutheranism. Is there any chance the Holy Spirit has bestowed upon you the supernatural gift of interpretation? I'm afraid that I possess no divinely given abilities. However, I was programmed to be fluent in over six million forms of communication, including all the languages of your planet, so I believe I could be of service as a translator. Hey, you guys hear that? That's great. Yeah, really? Really great. Well, let's get this thing going. All right. Anybody feeling the spirit? Anybody have a word from the Lord you just gotta share with us? I'm feeling it. Shlubba have tween bing doogie alba bingo. Okay, brother 3PO, what did Sister Jane say? Um, nothing. What? Yeah, what are you talking about? I said a bunch of stuff. Well, you did make sounds, but I'm afraid those sounds were just randomly assembled bits of gibberish and don't belong to any actual language. Really? You sure that wasn't Russian or something? Quite certain, I'm afraid. Well, I'm really feeling the spirit. Let me try something. That felt like Hebrew. That was Hebrew, right? No, just Middle Eastern sounding gibberish. French sounding gibberish. Rubio, Mavia, Pasta Primavera. That was half gibberish, half just listing menu items from an Italian restaurant. Yo tengo tres bigotes en mis piscinas. Hey, that was Spanish, right? Yes. You just said, I have three mustaches in my swimming pools. Did the Holy Spirit directly reveal to you that you have three mustaches in your swimming pools, or did you just subconsciously shout out the only words you remember from Senorita Van Meter's fifth period Spanish class your freshman year of high school? Seventh period, actually. Look, my new friends, as much as you all want to believe it, I'm afraid it's clear that the Holy Spirit isn't actually causing you to speak in legitimate foreign languages as he did to the apostles on the day of Pentecost. Well, the Lord is obviously speaking through us somehow. In fact, I believe we're speaking in some kind of supernatural prayer language, like how St. Paul talks about speaking in the tongue of angels. You speak angel? Well, no, but... Well, then, rest assured, my Pentecostal friends, that must be what's going on. I do hate to be rude, sir, but when St. Paul references the tongue of angels in 1 Corinthians 14, he's not saying that the Holy Spirit actually grants certain men the ability to speak the official language of heaven. Rather, he's making a rhetorical point. To people who think that speaking in tongues makes them better Christians, he's saying, even if I speak in the most super-duper heavenly of tongues, if I think I'm holier than other people, I'm actually proving my 
myself to be a spiritually infantile, self-righteous sinner. Well, all right. So, but... in the end, the Bible only actually describes God giving men one kind of miraculous tongue speaking, that of speaking in actual languages, which we've just established that you're not doing, and which we'll establish in a future video no one is actually doing today. And if I may be so bold, inventing a new way that God is speaking through you after it's just been shown that God wasn't actually speaking through you the way you first claimed he was is not substantially different from when the Jehovah's Witnesses kept changing the meaning of their end-of-the-world predictions after they failed to come true. In other words, it's an unsuccessful attempt to cover up your blatant false prophecy. Oh, yeah? Well, how about this? Hey, that sounded like something. That was Latin. Well, all right, it looks like you were wrong, metal man. Backwards, Latin. What? You just said Satan is my homeboy in Latin. Backwards. Which I think means you have a demon. I do not have a demon. You probably have a demon. I do not have a demon. Pretty sure you have a demon. We do not have a demon. Yeah, pretty sure you got a demon there, Daryl. I'm pretty sure you got a demon there, Daryl. <laughs> that is Charismania right there for you. And uh, let's see. Let's go to this here. Here we go. blood of the martyrs is the seed of the churches that's what it is that's what that that's what the the old martyrs used to say said and and listen i want you to think about that how wh how are you preserving further what these people did the sacrifices that these people made what they did how they suffered how they gave themselves and how they lived biblical Christianity every day. How they suffered and died just like Jesus did on a cruel cross 
Only they, they weren't the Savior. They just worshipped him and they loved him. You know, this is amazing to be able to preach in this cave and to stream it. You know, I was able even to talk to my wife from this cave, from Verizon's uh, service there, right? And, uh, you know, this cave is amazing. Off to the side, Andrew, I think it was Andrew and Carl found another cavern off to the side there that they must have used that for. My wife was kidding. I think she said it was the nursery or something. <laughs> something like that. But but uh, anyway, but they're, they're, they were able to actually get in there. But here was the main part of this. And it's amazing because I've stood in both of them before. I've stood in the replica over in um, in Valdez. I've stood in that replica and then being actually in the real cave right here, that real cave church uh, where they held their church services, the, you know, um, and where they sang hymns. And, you know, at times they had to be very quiet and hide because there are people looking for them. Just a, an amazing, an amazing uh, place to be, really. And the man down below, which I have a video where I talked to him, very nice guy. You know, he was, uh, I forgot his name right now. I can't remember it. But uh, that old man was a very nice man. And he, he didn't speak English, but he was trying to talk to me and show me different things and and his family lineage and everything else like that. It was pretty amazing. But he's kind of like the caretaker of that right there. And But this spot was just something really amazing. And you and I ought to love him and worship him and live for Christ and teach our children to walk with God, teach our our family to walk with God. Amen. Boy, what a surprise I found out today. It's almost like somebody messed the numbers up. Maybe they're going to change them. But here's what I found out. We have 5.34 thousand views on this video on Rumble. And what's really weird about that, to be honest with you, is that I don't even get half I don't even get a quarter of that on on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube definitely has Look at that. uh oops, that's 920 pause that. There's Andrew. Um I you know, YouTube has definitely suppressed the numbers and suppressed everything down completely where we're literally um getting twice as much traction and we have a lot less so-called subscribers. Right. And a lot less of those things here uh, on Rumble. But we have a more faithful audience on Rumble and Sermon Audio. And our Sermon Audio numbers are going up right now. Uh, and, you know, this one, this particular sermon, Jesus Revolution, our uh, broadcast, CIA, LSD and, and Lonnie Frisbee. I really tackled the Jesus people stuff because of the movie, The Jesus People, and Greg Lowry, and all these other people that were making it popular. And I'm like, that's not the gospel. Showed the CIA connections that were involved with that. If you haven't heard any of that, go back and listen to it. But it really was that. I did a couple different ones on that to prove that just that phony, charismatic nonsense that is not the gospel. The connections to the charismatic women uh, that uh, I forgot that lady's name right now. It escapes me, but two of them, they're both a bunch of devils. But the one was, um, oh, it was one of the ones that Benny Hinn got anointed by, and uh, she was a, a wicked witch. But uh, um, And then we we covered her and talked about her in our charismatic series. But anyway. six. 
look at that guy explaining about that guy and me explaining about that guy explaining about that guy. How weird is that, huh? That's weird stuff. <laughs> I'm explaining that guy who's explaining that guy. Not to be confused with that guy. That guy. Not ever to be confused with that guy. Huh? Nobody. Can confuse it with that guy. Let's go over to Rumble. Here's the live broadcast. It says I monetized something. I didn't monetize anything. Maybe they automatically monetize it or Andrew. I don't know what the deal is with that. He said, I asked Andrew about that. I don't, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Look, it's that guy in a box with that guy in a box with that guy. Not to be confused still with that guy. Okay. All right. Let's get off of there because it's it's giving me the willies kind of. All right. Well, let me be very clear with you. OPBC is not a 501c3 church. We are not a government entity. We are not a nonprofit organization. We are not a 508 church. We do not have a tax identification number. And you most certainly are not welcome to come there with your wicked, vile, disgusting, filthy sin. You're not welcome to come and have a gay parade. By the way, have you, have you noticed? Remember this video? Man, you want to see a video that got more people mad at me. Oh, you got in the flesh, preacher. That's what you did. You got in the flesh, preacher. You shouldn't have told that old lady them things. You got in the flesh, preacher. That's what matter with you. You got yourself in the flesh. Oh, really? How about I was trying to preach the hell out of her? What do you think about that? <laughs> How about the fact that this lady, this woman, this grandmother. <laughs> turned her two sons queer. Then commences to defend going into a transgender church meeting. Beta. When I was a lost man, I tripped. When I was a lost man, I got high. I did drugs. I ran around. I partied. Do you understand that this dude is tripping? And he's seeing the, the visions. So where does he feel comfortable at? Well, of course, a Pentecostal and a charismatic church.
right? Where's he going to go? Well, where would you go if you were tripping your braids out, Holmes? I'll tell you where I'd go, S.A. I'd go to a Pentecostal church. That's where I'd go if I was tripping my guts out, wouldn't you? I'd go to them Pentecostals, those fake people, those fake Christians. I'd go see visions with all of them. tripping my guts out i'd see visions of all kinds of things wouldn't i man who you fooling really do you people think that born again christians that got saved from a life of hell are this stupid seriously do you think we're this stupid got saved from a life of fornication a life of drug abuse a life of alcohol, a life of tripping my brains out, a life of... And you going to tell me this dude right here? You're going to fall for this jackass right here? Really? It's just unbelievable to me. It is absolutely unbelievable to me. The guy never stopped being a sodomite. He never stopped doing what he was doing. Right. That's one of the points I made about Lonnie Frisbee and these other guys. They never stopped. The guy never stopped. Being a sodomite, he never stopped doing any of those things. He was never converted. And he's hanging out with all these these uh, fake Pentecostal people. Yeah, like he said, now if you, like Paul said, now if you smacked her in the face like he did, that would be in the flesh. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and you're telling me this is of the Lord? Tripping? Frisbee started reading the Gospel of John. I saw a golden rooster, Paul. That's what I saw. <laughs> I saw a golden rooster. That's what I saw. And I saw golden roosters. We are here today. I came all the way from America to preach the Gospel to you. Here, right here, with these men, right now. Why? Because we believe these things that are written in this book. Amen. So here we are. We are in Scotland. That's where we are right here. And I'm preaching in Scotland. Right here. And one man came up and goes, should I turn him down? And Ross goes, no, don't turn him down. That's what he said. He's like, turn him up. Like, okay. So Carl walks like, like on the other side, three blocks away. And he says, I can hear you all the way down there. I'm like, good. Amen. And there were trannies and sods that were on the, on the left. And they were kind of upset. They were a little, they were a little upset. We just kept preaching it away. Right, right there. What a highlight right there. We preached 
all the men preached. There was a bunch of men there, and we all preached right there, right in front of that place there. And uh, amen. It was good. We believe the words of God. We believe they, they are the imperfect, infallible, inspired words of God. And they tell the story of man's fall and the story of his redemption in Christ Jesus alone. They tell the story. This book, this King James Bible, it tells you how you can be born again. It tells you how you can be washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. People live in a confused and fallen world today. They are absolutely confused. They don't know the difference between a boy and a girl. They don't know the difference between what, how God made man and how God made woman from man. The Bible says in... Yeah, I don't know if, I don't know if, if uh, Brother Carl put in the science lesson. I don't even know if I do. I have a video on that, don't I? In frame, uh, on the science lesson. I don't. Did we put that online or no? No, no, no. Uh, the one that we did, we were at someplace it, preaching. Yeah, Noka, and you put it. It's on frame, right? We might play that after this. We might uh, play that that later, but uh, we'll find it later. But but uh, this is uh, yeah, this is preaching in Scotland, which was a blessing to be there with those men and to try to encourage them and be a blessing to them. In the beginning, made he male, God made them male and female. In my country, they say God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. God made them like that. So we don't believe in the fairy tale of transgenders. It's a fairy tale. It's a lie by a bunch of doctors that get paid a lot of money to make you feel good about yourself. You think about... So I am in Scotland, and I'm preaching on the transgender issue. Right there, right? And I I don't know what they have for freedom of speech. I, I don't know what they have. Then a bunch of little queer trannies started dancing on the, on the, over on the left of me. Because I, I, they got stirred up. I mean, it was pretty quiet until I got up there. I thought, man, these guys are pretty quiet, right? And then I got up there and let her wail and, and bellowed up. Bah! I just started growling up there, you know. Um, and uh, then all of a sudden, you know, they started, they were losing it. The trannies were over there. They were dancing around, skipping, you know. Like, it reminds me of the first time I preached in Northfield. First time I preached in Northfield. What's that? Oh, I, Andrew t- tells me, switch your face around. Oh, I got to click something else. This one? Full monitor. Full monitor. Okay! All right. So, it reminds me of the first time I preached in Northfield, though. First time I preached in Northfield. You know what happened? This 300-pound dude, he started skipping down the road. Like a little girl. No joke. Like a little girl. He was skipping and hopping down the road. And I was like, whoa. And I didn't even know anything about being triggered back then or whatever those words. Trigger much, Trevor? I got to play that video. I got <laughs> that Luther satire video. <laughs>
That guy was triggered, man. He was skipping like he was like a three hundred pound dude. Woo! And he's skipping down the road. They can't help themselves, can they? They just they can't. When the gospel's preached, when the Bible's preached, they just they can't control themselves, can they? They lose it very quickly. That it's not science. Hey, I got a news flash for you. Everyone here today is here as a result of a man and a woman coming together. Now that is revolutionary scientific evidence right there. That that is amazing facts that was given to them. Every one of you. Oh wait, let me hold on. I got to get you the effect here. Every single one of you. They don't know what to say when I say it to them. They're like, "What?" They can't talk. They don't know what to say. They just got to look at me. Oh. Uh-huh. I go, every single one of you are here today because of a result of a male and a female coming together to have a child. No one is here today outside of that. And they just, they, they can't handle that. That's too much science for them, right? That's how you're here today. You would be here no other way. You could be here no other way. That's science, friend. And that and God said it in his book. In the beginning, he made them male and female. It's right there. No one here is here today because without a male and a female coming together. No one. So everything else is a lie from Satan. It's a fairy tale. You know what? If you get saved by the grace of God, you'll you'll be at peace with the with the flesh God has given you in that sense, how he made you. You'll be at peace with how God made you. If you were born a man, then you're a man. If you were born a woman, then you're a woman. And you can't change that no matter how many drugs you take and no matter how much you're brainwashed by doctors and people that make a lot of money. Right? You know, honestly, I actually forgot that I... I actually forgot that I preached this there. I don't know why. I actually forgot it. But I did. I did talk about that. I forgot that I did. I guess good reason for that. I won't go into. But <laughs> I just I forgot. I didn't. I don't even remember preaching that there. But okay, that's science right there. You all say you believe in science, but then when science is given to you, you don't accept it. Why is that? Because the Bible says your foolish heart is darkened. Has anybody seen Beth Moore stand up and defend uh, and 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 speak against the drag queen story hour? Now here's one of my here's another one of my favorite topics. Beth Moore is a witch. This is one of my favorite topics, but it it it, it it's feminism, it's preaching against feminism. That's one of my that that really is one of my favorite topics to cover. Why? Because it's one of the most dangerous things. It's one of the most damnable things out there right now. It has been for a long time. So would I ever have a beta male like that and a roaring Jezebel that's just an absolute liar like her? Who is really reminds me of a whore. I mean, I'm sorry, she just does. She she gives a, there are women that put off the vibe of being a whore. And, and maybe they're not getting paid for it. 
but they put the vibe off as be as being one. And she is a woman that puts that with by the way she dresses, by what she does, she puts off the vibe that she's a hoe. Just absolutely. Huh, you know something I haven't. See, Beth Moore is too busy fighting manhood. The roles of a man and a woman. That's who Beth Moore is fighting. Beth Moore is fighting God's way. That's what she is doing. And let me just say this to you. I want to show you something here. I have a lot of pastors and a lot of people on my broadcast, or I mean on my Facebook page. Ross, I am not trying to go to jail in the UK. Or if it's Scotland! I'm going to get smuggled out by my Scottish brothers. Okay, anyway, that'll be weird. That's funny, Danielle. That is really funny. No, that wasn't Beth Moore. That was Paula White that was caught with uh, Betty Hinn. But I want you to see this. We are losing the understanding of the biblical roles. Here's what I said of man and woman. We are in so much trouble. Pastors better start preaching things clearly and not pulling punches. Fundamentalism has raised boys and girls the exact same way. From Bible college to the roles of men and women, there is little little to no difference being taught. Now, You'd think there'd be 500 people or at least 100 that like this. Look at this. Look at that. Now, it could be true that my friends don't get to see some of these things. They always see something they disagree with me on. They never see things that they agree with me on. Or Right. Most pastors and people that know me on Facebook... And everything, it's like they go, they go pretty, pretty silent, you know, when it comes to those things. They, they don't really talk about that stuff too much, right? They, they just kind of don't. When I go to my Facebook page, you know, and, and you look, I talk about it a lot and they like, for instance, I thought I would make a simple post. Not very wordy, but very easy to understand, very simple, so as not to confuse anyone, because I am a very simple preacher, like that one guy said. He's like, he basically said I wasn't very smart. He was saying I rode the short bus to school. He was saying I was a few fries short of a Happy Meal. Right? You nuggets short of a six-pack. You know, that kind of thing. So, I said, I will make it simple. Here's what I'll say. 
Right here. Right there. See it? Feminism is from the devil. That's right. That's what I said. So I wanted to make it clear. So some people asked some questions. They asked me, how do you find define feminism? And here's what I said. As the modern-day Marxist movement that started where women outside of the biblical model liberated themselves from male leadership, changed the dynamic of the home forever, and destroyed a nation in the process. Now, I thought that was very clear. Don't you think so? Makes sense, doesn't it? I thought it was very clear. Well, let me just say I didn't make a whole lot of friends. With that post. Some people liked it. A lot of people liked it. Not very many people said too much about it. Few people. Few people, right? But it's one of the topics that I cover quite a bit. Why? Because it's one of the most... It's ones that people don't want to talk about. Maybe they agree with me on it. Don't get me started on the fundamentalist Baptist movement and how they've sold out down the river and they've sold all that out already. I better stop right now because, man, it gets me fired up. I just start getting upset because they're the reason these trannies are running around free like they are. All right, I'm done. Take a deep breath. Carl said take a deep breath. Magellan! Magellan. I mean, kids, Magellan's a lot cooler than Justin Bieber. And then the Pope, he's, he's a Freddy. I better stop right now because, man, it gets me fired up. I just start getting upset because they're the reason these trannies are running around free like they are. All right, I'm done. Take a deep breath. Carl said, take a deep breath. <laughs> Magellan! Magellan. I mean, kids, Magellan's a lot cooler than Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber! And then the Pope, he's, he's a sorry sucker. He's always sorry, not about the right things, but he's got that worldly sorrow that leadeth to death. Uh, and I thought, well, even the Pope's apologizing. Well, since we're all in the spirit of apologies, I thought it would be a good idea for me to add my apology to the to the mix. I thought Right. And then this is when I pre I, I did a broadcast on my apology to the LGBTQ community. This was my apology. And uh, I'm sure that it was liked by billions of billions of sodomites and transgenders and queers and every other funny boy that's out there or funny girl that's out there. But I don't know. But either way, if the Pope apologized, I figure I would give my own version of an apology. And that's what that broadcast was about. It was my apology. But what a good idea, and not, and don't forget about that guy. That guy has his own apology. 
I mean, look at him. That guy. Right there. He He's sorry. He's a sorry sucker too, ain't he? Well, he's sorry. He's got the, hast thou found me, oh mine enemy look on his face? Never, never, never forget about that guy. Wherever you go and whatever you do, just remember that guy is always around somewhere. Give it you that look. Now, if you don't know who that guy is, if you're not familiar with that, I'm going to switch this screen real quick. Let me transition over here. And then I'm going to go get that guy. Right? Yep, he's right there. How could anybody forget about that guy? Huh? That guy. I'll never for- look at look at the look on his face. Look at him. He's he's so mad. He's so mad. He's like he found me. That guy. Oh yes. I found you. So, I thought, well, everybody's apologizing, so I should do the same thing. I should do the exact same thing. Right? Oh, some of you said you didn't see that guy. All right, well, let me, let me find him for you. Hold on. I can always find that guy. I can find another one for you. Hang on. Hang on a second here. Right here. Is that my page? That's not my page. What's going on? There we go. All right. Here we go. Let me see. There's got to always be a way. He's somewhere around here. Let's see where he's at here. Oh, that's not it. Let's see. Let's see. Right, let's go to there. Let's. There he is. Okay. Well, some of your some of you said again, and that's not the video. That's actually live. That I didn't get to see that guy. All right. Well, here you go. Here is that guy. Here he is. Right there. That guy. He's right there. There he is. That guy. That look when you realize a Baptist preacher just called you out. 2019. That guy. And if any of my friends are over in England and have a real top hat like this one, I mean a real one, please send it to Pastor Cooley. I'm looking for a real, real hat like this. A real Charles Spurgeon top hat, or Abraham Lincoln, if you will, but most people don't like him, and I don't either. But uh, anyway, but this, I need that, okay? So if you ever find it, I guarantee you that guy won't be wearing it, will he? Probably not. Probably not. Okay. All right. Back to our regularly scheduled program here. Now you can see him, right? There he is. 
for your viewing pleasure, it's that guy. Wherever you go, whoever you know, you don't know anybody until you know that guy. Right. We're being set up here. I mean, what's the matter with you anyway? You need to be waving your flag around and, and putting your hand over your heart and stuff. America and hot dogs and fireworks. Oh, and fentanyl and... What in the world was that, Carl? <laughs> what was that you just put in there? What in the world? Well, how come I'm not proud to be an American? Where at least I know I'm free. And I won't. Forget the acid they gave me that made me trip like trees and I proudly stand up hitting acid and defend her still today. See why I'm like disillusioned? I talked about the Catholic Civil War brewing the gen- That's terrible. That's got to be like my fourth rendition of Proud to be an American. <laughs> oh, this is why I get I don't get invited to any Fourth of July specials. I get invited nowhere. <laughs> you don't see any special services for Pastor Cooley preaching on the Fourth of July anywhere, right? No fireworks and hot dogs for me. I don't get invited to preach at any family conferences or ladies conferences. I wouldn't go anyway. <laughs> you know, you want to know the worst conference in the whole world? Pastor Johnson said it. He's like, I don't like preaching. <laughs> Pastor Clear goes, I like preaching. But Pastor Johnson went like this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not kidding you i watched him do it i was like that's hilarious anyway yeah okay all right back to the catholic civil war as with pope francis trump's elections trump the delusion of choice choice hypnotized by the hegelian dialectic look at that 2016 mm-hmm then the Trump Chronicles, the Supreme Court jester. Then the leaven of Herod, Trump and the religious right. Boy, was I mean, honestly, one of my favorite, one of my other favorite topics. One of my other favorite topics is Trump. Definitely one of my, every year it's Trump. And I believe the orange man may be making a comeback. I'm telling you, uh, the Phoenix, the, the South isn't going to rise again, but the Phoenix is going to rise again. I mean, Orange Man is coming up out of the ashes, man. He is the Orange Man will make your he's gonna go into that White House. He's going back there. He's gonna take that championship belt with him when he goes back. And he's gonna stand up in there and I don't know, who knows what he's gonna I well, we have a good idea what he's gonna do. But one thing he's gonna do is get on that microphone and talk smack. That's what he's gonna do as soon as he gets back in there. You just wait till he gets on that mic and he starts talking smack again. It's coming, man. Was I right about that one in 2017? Because what did he do during the lockdowns? He paid them all off, didn't he? 
How about that one? How about the, the broadcast I did with Greg Dixon before he died? Is Trump, is Donald Trump the next Constantine? And what happened? What happened? Donald Trump paid the churches off like Constantine did with the incorporation. But it's Constantine! That's what I learned when I went to Italy. Constantine! That guy drilled that in my head. I'm never going to forget that as long as I live. That Italian guy goes, you Americans, how did you win the war? You can't even follow simple directions. That's how we won, buddy. All right? That's how we did win. We didn't stand in line like the English did. Oh, you can't see me. I'm sorry. Let me, right? Let me, let me switch that around. There you go. You, we didn't stand in line like the English did, right? And go. They're, they're all getting like shot. You would think if you were the third guy behind, you're like, no way. All right, look. Look, Tommy just got nailed. Donnie's dead. Lord Francis, Lord Fauntroy is dead. Right? I just saw little Lord Fauntroy fall on the ground. I am not going out like that. Get me in them trees. I'm gone. Wouldn't you be doing that? I'm like, I'd stand in line for you people to shoot me. You just keep shooting me. Shooting me behind trees. And the rebels. We fought the dirty rebels. And they're marching in lines like, no, you lost, man. You lost big time. Anyway, crazy stuff, right? All right. Here we go. Incorporated churches. Didn't he? By the way, I did call it with Trump, didn't I? The first, the next, is Trump the next Constantine? Remember that, right? I, I did call that, right? You guys remember that all those years ago? That was 2017. And then, then he gave him like billions of dollars, all the churches, and he kept paying them off. For that? Yeah. While at the same time he's paying them off, he's like, look, there's got to be the three excuses, all right? There's got to be. He looks at him and he goes, look, we got to have the three exceptions. Nobody's getting elected without the three exceptions, all right? You got to have three exceptions. To abortion, you got to. We got we to gotta have that. We got we to gotta have that number, maybe 10 weeks. 10 weeks or 12 weeks, 11 weeks, it's okay to kill your baby. 12 weeks, you're going to prison, right? That's how it works. He said, I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to be like DeSantis, the sanctimonious. What's the sanctimonious doing? He wants five weeks. Guy's crazy. Five weeks? People need a lot longer to kill their babies than five weeks. You watch, it's coming. Coming to a city near you. Oh, yeah, he did. And I called that back in 2017. Yeah. I guess so, huh? By the way, right after he got into office, who did he meet with? 
the Pope. That don't mean nothing. Nope, it sure don't. I know. It don't. Uh-uh. Come on, try getting it out. Ding, 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 ding. Bum. <laughs> Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. So who's in charge? Well, well, Tex Mars says it's the Jews and Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and uh, all them other boys. They're in charge. Well, that ain't what Jesus said. Jesus said it was the time of the Gentiles. Jesus said, recorded in the scriptures, they had no king but Caesar. Paul said what? Until the times of the Gentile, till the fullness of the Gentiles become in. What did he say? Romans eleven twenty five. What did the apostle Paul say? Your apostle. The apostle to the who? The Gentiles. What did he say? But, but my new world order conspiracy. But my new world order. I have a new world order conspiracy too. I just know who's up on the top of the food chain right now. What did Paul say? For I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own conceits. That Now, here's another favorite topic that I had for the year, which I'm going to cover more in the year to come, which actually was one of the, the, the hits uh, on our, uh, one of the major downloads on our sermon audio page and, you know, on Rumble was uh, the, the war with Israel and Pal Palestine, well, Hamas, because there is no such thing as Palestine, really. And Hamas is a created group. We understand they put that all on the border. But the point is, the point is, is that one, that's one of the main things that I've talked about this year. Uh, towards the end of the year has been really um, important to talk about because this year you really see the fruition of that the Jews, there are certain Jews that are a part of the New World Order. All Jews are antichrist outside of Christ. But the Jews are part of the New World Order. The, these high-level Jews that are part of the New World Order are working for the Pope. They're not in charge. They're not in charge at all. The ones that are in charge is the Vatican, the Jesuits. They rule from there. And we'll talk about that in the year to come here too, especially. Blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles become in. Are we there yet? No. Half these fundy churches, I would, if you preached against birth control in these fundy churches, I'm telling you what, I think their heads would explode. I just want to do it once. I want to preach one message on Jezebel, one message. <laughs> At some of these really large fundy churches, I just I would like to see the women's faces just when 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 they hear a preacher come out and talk like that, just to see their their heads like explode off their shoulders. Because I really do think it'd be like, boom! Oh, there goes, there she goes. There's one, and they just start popping all over the assembly. I'm like, all right, I'm out of here. They would give me an offering to pay me not to come back. Preacher, don't come back, okay? Well, my, my Rockefeller money. My Rockefeller.
Rockefeller money. <laughs> my Rockefeller. My Rockefeller. My Rothschild money. <laughs> Sorry, you don't believe the Bible. Sorry, you don't believe the Bible. I'm just giving you what God's word says. And you're telling me what your what your conspiracy that the end of are they a part of the conspiracy? Yes. Are they evil and Kabbalistic? Yes. But they're not in charge. He's in charge. Who? That guy. Who did the Jews say their king was? Who? Who? But they cried out, away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate saith unto, him, unto them, shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered, we have no king but Caesar. So if there's a if there's a lion, if there's if there are there are struggles and trials and afflictions in your life and things, God has given you grace and power to be able to slay them. You're not to run from Satan, you're to run from sin. If you're attacked by the devil, you're to stand your ground and fight. You want to know about the stand your ground law? That's the one right there. Spiritually, that's your stand your ground law. That's what he said. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. Amen. That's your stand your ground law. When Satan comes chasing you to attack you, you turn around with your sword and you fight and you stand your ground. You definitely don't run. You definitely don't. You fight. And that's the problem. You just want to give up, roll over, and not fight. And it's pathetic and sickening. There's nothing more sickening and pathetic than God's people who have been given a book. They've been given a sword. They've been given armor. They've been equipped. And they won't fight for what's right. They back off and they give up. They turn their back on what they're supposed to do. It's pathetic. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Wait a minute. What about that frog? What about that frog? think I'm I'm like shocked by it so I'm up here bashing it because I don't like gay people I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin frogs gay (laughs) (laughs) in the water that turn the friggin frogs gay (laughs) do you want (laughs) frogs gay do you underwater that turn the friggin frogs gay do you under If I have Christ, I'm victorious. I'm not a victim to my circumstances. I'm not a victim to my former life. I got to slash some thorns and I got to get rid of them. I got to grow up and face some things that I'm wrong about and that I got to get right about. That's life, friend. That's not bad. That's good. What's bad is for you to make excuses for your life and blame your mommy for not giving you enough hugs. And yeah, it's true. That probably didn't happen. I get it. Well, now do something about it and give your children what they need. You don't sit there and, and, and look back and whine about it. You get up and do something about it. That's what you're supposed, that's what Christians do. That's what people that are victorious do. And that's in Christ. Amen. You don't sit back. Paul said, I, I, I press toward the mark.
I know I'm a man of my good my own preaching, but it is good. Amen. It is. When I hear something true like that, it's hard not to say amen because it is true. That's what we have to do. That's the life that we're supposed to live. For the prize of the hike, I'm not looking back and comparing myself among myself. I'm not looking back at the world and being like, well, I'm a little better than them. And this. No, I, I'm pressing towards the mark. That's Christ. And you better be pressing, friend. And you ain't pressing when you're looking back behind you like that. See, this is why it takes like four hours to do this. And I got to keep going. I don't like excuses because they're dangerous. They're dangerous when we make them. We, we, we somehow exclude ourselves from God's authority and God's book and say, well, you know, this happened. Yeah, that might have happened, but get up and do something about it. You, you can't sit there. You know, that's the Christian life. Bad things have happened to all of us, right? Bad things have happened to all of us. Before we were saved, after we were saved, right? Terrible things have happened to us. But what you and I cannot do is live our lives in the past. It's one of the things that it's one of the things that I talked about I talk about a lot is that you and I have to keep going. We have to, we, we take all of that. Yeah, all those things are true, but what do we do? We fight on, we press on, we do something about it. We don't just sit and whine about it, but we do something about it. We put all that energy, we put all that strength, we put all those things forward. We don't look backwards. We press on forward. We have to. I'm not going to waste my life in the past. It won't do me any good. It won't do anybody else any good. How can I help people if I don't live it? If I don't live in the present and 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 try to make other people's lives better than than mine was, my children to see them converted and walking in the fear of the Lord to have a stable home, right? Well, uh, mine wasn't stable. Yeah, I know. So don't be selfish. Make theirs stable in the Lord. Make theirs right. But I didn't have this. Yeah, I know. So make theirs right. That's called denying my flesh, taking up my cross and following Christ. And that's the command of God. That's what you and I are supposed to do. You can't sit there and, and, and repeat the same errors. I'm not going to. Look, I came from churches that, 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 that don't take a stand on the King James Bible like I do. Like we do here. You think I'm going to go back and be like, well, I'm going to be like them. No, I'm going to be like them. I'm going to be like what God showed me. This is his holy word. It's inspired. It's perfect, period. End of story. And I tried the bangers. Bangers. That's their sausages. Bangers. Now that's right. Bangers. All right. There's something you got to, you got to remember this. Okay. One of the highlights One of the highlights was being with Harry, Carl, and Mary, and Andrew, and eating bangers. I had to try those. Had to. It was a must. I like how they say that. Bangers. 
That's all, folks. <laughs> oh, Carl. <laughs> Carl put Looney Tunes in there. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I've got some more video for you. Uh, that was funny, Carl, for sure. Um, all right. Now. We can't forget about the crazy people that we run across when we're preaching on the streets. This is no different. Prove it. I don't care what you say. Get out of my face. Get away from me because you creep me out. You're a nasty woman. That's why you're a nasty Jezebel. Get out of my face. I have enough. I have enough. I have enough. I have enough video. No, I think you're a nasty Jezebel and I don't want you in my face. You're a disgusting woman. Get away from me. Good. I know he does. But we don't need you to tell us that. You know why? You don't believe in Jesus. You're a false prophet. You're a Jezebel. Why do you have a horse for Right. Right. Get out of my face. Get away from me. Get out of my face. Don't put your finger in my face. You don't have to put... Get, hey. Hey. You know what? If you're back gonna, up. Hey. Back up. Why do you have so much hate? Back up. Why do you have so much hate? Back up. See, there you go. There you go. See, one of the things that you'll learn about Northfield, if you ever preach in this, Northfield, they are the biggest bunch of psychopath, crazy, devilish, wicked people you'll ever find. And if you look at this, you'll say, yeah, Pastor Cooley, you weren't very nice to that lady. No, that lady came out, that woman came out there to repeat the same phrase. She did it three years ago, four years ago, too. To repeat the same phrase over and over again. Jesus loves you. He 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 loves you. To try to drown out and stop the preaching. Go again. There you go again. Playing games. Play. Good. Jesus loves you. Don't talk to my son, you wicked, disgusting, vile man. Get away from my son, you wicked pervert. You, he doesn't love you because you're false prophets. He doesn't love you. You're a Jezebel. You're a Jezebel. You know what a Jezebel is? It's a whore. I know, that's what you are. You're a whore. Yeah, you're a whore. I know you are. You are a whore. He's a whore. You're a whore. I know you are. I know you're a whore. And the Lord rebuke you. Any record, I don't have any record. You can spew as much ugliness. Like I said, I don't have a record. I know he does. I know he does. He's my Lord and Savior. I know he does. But he's not yours because you hate gospel preaching. To Dave, like five years ago. No, Ryan. Ryan. Right. No, five. She did it to Dave too. I don't care. He, he might realize, you know, this is, this is 
so stupid. I'm out of here. They're going to assault us as soon as they leave. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. Just you are. You are. You are. So, what about getting forgiveness for those sins? What about getting forgiveness for those sins? Don't. I mean, you can't imagine how insane these people are. You just can't. Don't you want God to forgive you for the wickedness of your life? Don't you want God to change you and make you a new creature? Well, you need to be concerned about your soul. You are in danger of mocking God. And you will never turn back. If you go down that road, you will never turn back. Do you understand that? No, it's not my fault. It's your fault. It's your sin. But that, but you don't have to. You don't have to die like that. You don't have to die all those things. I know that, but you don't have to die all those things. You don't have to. You can be forgiven. Don't you want the forgiveness of God? Has a right to be jealous. He sure does. I said he sure, in another clip, I said he sure does, because if he didn't, there ain't no way I could be out here. By the way, this is Northfield, you know, the town of refinement and the town of very, very, very accepted people. The Hold on a second. I got to get you the full effect of this, okay? The where I come from. My God loves everybody. And he's very tolerant and loving. Very tolerant and loving. See, that's supposed to be Northfield. They're supposed to be very tolerant and loving people. This is, this is Northfield. When worlds collide, the Irish, the little red-headed Irish man, Jay Cobb, keeping it real. Keeping it real with this Eminem wannabe. <laughs> Look, bro, you should not wear a tank top. <laughs> you should, like, not wear a tank top. <laughs> <laughs> the steely look of Jacob. Get it out of my face. Get out of our face now. Get out of my face. Get out of my face now. Get. Last time you hit me, you're not going to hit me again. Yeah, just so you know, the, the reason I had those shields up there like that, just so you know, I was assaulted by that, that kid last year. He came up and punched me in the stones last year. And I was not going to let him do it this year. I'm like, the cops don't care, but I do. I'm not going to touch you, but you're not touching me either. That's the way that's going to work. I'm not going to strike you, but you're not, you're, not, you're not hitting me this year. And you ain't hitting me with your, with your uh, scooter either. By the way, they like to put vile music. They like to put vile music also. 
in there. They they like to put vile music in there and they like to put that on their phone and stick like pornography in your face. Well, oh, you ain't doing it to me. Can't figure out why they let those kids do whatever they want to do. You ain't hitting this year. That's that's Northfield, right? Let's see. Oh yeah, this guy. Same time, Northfield. Same event, defeat of Jesse James days. And even though the women did leave the natural use into that which is against nature. That's not my name. My name's not Pastor Pooley. What am I supposed to stop doing? Preaching against abortion? Are you okay with the murder of babies? I'm not hating anybody. I'm not hating anybody. How is it hate to tell people thou shalt not kill? How is that hate? No, I wasn't abused as a child. Well, I think you're I think you're a fruit. I think you're a homosexual. I think you're an effeminate man. That's what I think, and you're a false prophet. And you'll you won't you won't stop me from saying anything, old pervert. I will say what I want, old pervert. I don't care what you say. I don't follow the advice of old perverts. Hit the bricks, old pervert. It ain't happening. You ain't gonna get me to shut up for anything. I'm definitely not gonna shut up for an antichrist wicked devil. That's for sure. I ain't gonna stop preaching the Bible. I'm not gonna stop preaching the Bible. Hey, I'm not gonna stop preaching the Bible because of some old feminine pervert coming up to me trying to get me to. You effeminate old pervert. You think I'm gonna you think I'm gonna shut up because you come up to me and call me some name? Are you kidding me, you fool? You actually think I'd do that over some apostate walking up to me and saying that to me? You think you're the first devil with two legs that walked up to me and wanted me to shut up? These people have been telling me to shut up for 16 years, and all it does to me is make me sick of even more. That's what it does, old pervert. Hit the bricks, you old pervert. Hit the bricks. I'm gonna preach, I'm gonna preach regardless. I'm gonna preach regardless of what you say. And I'm gonna tell you that except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. And who could forget, who could forget this? Rumar, are you the head of your wife? Rumar, are you the head of your wife? I like to think that we're equal. Are you the head of I am, I am a, I, no, no, no. I'm an alpha. Uh-uh, not if you think you and your wife are equal. Beta! Oh, because i tell you why. Beta! Rumar, are you the head of your wife? I like to think that we're equal. Are you the head? Beta! I am, I am a, I, no, no, no. I'm an alpha. Uh-uh, not if you think you and your wife are equal. Beta! Oh, because i tell you why. Beta! 
Okay, but what started that whole thing was Paul sent me this clip, and I laughed so hard I almost peed my pants when Paul sent me this. Did you know that Black Lives Matter was an organization that was founded by a bunch of fat black lesbians who hate God, who hate the family, order of the family, who hate the unborn child, and they admitted, at least one of them, that they are a Marxist group and they've been trained to do what they're doing. Did you know it was founded by some fat black lesbians? <laughs> wow, so, okay, so first of all... Did you um, know that? Um, what, what we're not going to do is insult folks, right? Um, so, well, they claim to be lesbians, and they're fat, and they're black. Well, I didn't do it. Well, well, well so, so, so. But did you know they were founded by them? I personally know them, right? So, right. so, 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 we're, we're, we're just we're going to stop that part. And you knew that before okay. they joined. What made you join, knowing that? Because normally men don't follow women like that. What made you do it? Did you know One that Black Lives Matter was an organization that was founded by a bunch of fat black lesbians who hate God, who hate the family, order of the family? who hate the unborn child, and they admitted, at least one of them, that they are a Marxist group and they've been trained to do what they're doing. Did you know it was founded by some fat black lesbians? <laughs> wow, so, okay, so first of all... Did you um, know that? Um, what, what we're not going to do is insult folks, right? Um, so... Well, they claim to be lesbians, and they're fat, and they're black. Well, I didn't do it. Well, well, well so, so, so... But did you know that it was founded by them? I personally know them, right? So, 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 so we're, we're, we're just, we're going to stop that part. And you knew that before okay. they joined. What made you join knowing that, because normally men don't follow women like that. What made you do it? Did you- hey, man, what made you do it? What made you join? Because normally men don't follow women like that. That's right. That's correct. And, uh, you know, funny, right? Funny time. One of the other funny uh, funny things that I found. Let's see. One of those. And interesting. But actually, uh, truth with it, right? Uh, let's see. This is so accurate. To that movement. And it's eight years old, by the way, but it's funny. I'm a Christian, but I'm totally not judgmental. I'm a Christian, but I'm totally not arrogant. I'm a Christian, but unlike most other Christians, I'm totally not rude. Are most other Christians rude? Shut your stupid face, Trevor! I'm a Christian, but I totally don't think I'm better than other people. Thinking that you're better than other people is like putting yourself on a pestle. And I don't do that. Like, Christians who put themselves on pestles are way down here. But I am not that kind of Christian. I'm way up here. I'm a Christian, but I'm totally not stupid. I don't unquestioningly believe something just because my pastor tells me it's true. I unquestioningly believe something because my gender studies professor tells me it's true. I'm not one of those science-hating, illiterate fundamentalists who doesn't believe in evolution. Actually, a lot of creationists are really well-educated, intelligent people. Uh, not according to Bill Nye, moron. And he should know, because he has a bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering, and he used to pretend to be a scientist on television. 
I'm a Christian, but I totally don't believe any of the Bible's teachings on sexual morality. I'm the kind of Christian who is firmly committed to living the way that 1 Corinthians says makes me not a Christian. Did you know that the average Christian kills almost 18 gay people every year? <laughs> That's not true. It is true. I'm a Christian, but I'm totally a feminist. Definitely a feminist. Oh, totes a feminist over here. Absolutely. Yeah, I wouldn't really call myself a feminist. What? Excuse me? What's the matter with you, bro? Or however you self-identify. Oh my gosh, trigger warning much, Trevor? Trevor, if you don't say you're a feminist right now, I'm gonna drive down to the morgue, cut the ovaries out of a cadaver, and super glue them to your forehead. Fine, I'm a feminist. Yeah, you'd better be, you pathetic waste of an X chromosome. Being a Christian is all about loving people. It's about being kind. It's about accepting all kinds of people from all kinds of backgrounds, whether they're liberals or other liberals. Being a Christian. <laughs> I'm gonna cut the ovaries out of a cadaver and glue them to your forehead. <laughs> Christian is all about changing your beliefs to please the unbelieving world and then calling your fellow Christians haters when they refuse to stop believing the thing you totally believed five seconds ago. Isn't it about Jesus? Isn't Christianity about how Christ Jesus, true God and true man, died and rose again to save us from our sins and to win eternal life for all mankind? <laughs> That's funny, man. Oh, who can forget about those, right? That Lutheran satire. Uh, you know, some of the topics that we, we covered, you know, throughout uh, this year some of the major topics let's let's just uh do a little bit of a recap here important things you know that god led us to really talk about and do uh europe going to europe was one of the highlights obviously that that brother carl uh got in on that video being able to go to europe and being able to meet brother harry uh again see brother harry brother harry went to our church, okay? And Brother Harry got saved right after, right when he was here at our church, uh, not in the service, but later he got saved. And after he got saved, he, Brother Harry went back to Europe and went back to England. He would eventually get married uh, he would eventually have some children and get into a, or actually would get into a good local New Testament church. He got baptized and then he got into a, a, a good church, served the Lord there, was faithful to God there. And, uh, God brought him a wife, right? And the Lord, the Lord brought him a wife and, uh, he served the Lord there. He served the Lord there faithfully in that church for a long time. So we were able to, and I don't have those videos for some reason. I don't know why they're not on here. I don't see them. Unless they're in the archives. Nope, they don't think they're there either. I don't know where those are at. But anyway. Um, but Brother Harry served the Lord there for many years. And... Um, we were able to go visit him and he showed us around England and we were able to spend some time with him there. 
and really enjoy that and be a blessing to him uh, and to us. He was a blessing to us as well, and we had a lot of fun. Uh, we got to see a lot of things, and, and we got to preach on the streets. Let's see if I could find that video. I know that's there. see maybe that's Let's see over videos I remind you of that one that one Oh by the way also here we go The Bible says, Marvel not. Hang on. The Bible says, marvel not that you must be born again. Marvel not that you must be born again. This is the streets of England right there, but outside of St. Paul's Cathedral, London. The Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus died on the cross for sinners, and he was buried and he rose again the third day, that in him you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. He came unto his own, and his own received him not, but to as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God even them that believe on his name. You must repent and believe the gospel. There is no power in the tub or in Rome's baptism, but there is power in the blood of Jesus Christ to save your soul. Salvation is of the Lord. That's right. God hath commanded all men everywhere to repent. Repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. Sin is the transgression of the law of God, and all unrighteousness is sin, and for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The Bible says you must be born again. Obey the scriptures. Turn to Christ today for your sins. He was the promise of God. But by me, my friend, salvation is not found in a church or a religion or Mary or Pope. My friend, Jesus Christ said he is the only way to heaven. God made it easy to get to heaven. The Bible says God commendeth his love toward us and that all we are yet sinners. Christ died for us. Bible says that if you come to Jesus Christ in faith, 
in his death, burial, and resurrection, you shall be saved. Bible says, not of works, lest any man should boast. My friend, you can't work your way to heaven. You can't be a good for nothing. Bible says, you need to be saved. Amen, amen. That was uh, that was in front of St. Paul's Cathedral, there in England. Uh, we were there in London, and we were we were down there. And uh, praise the Lord for that. What a blessing that was to be able to preach right down in London there. And uh, uh, you know, one of the other highlights was going here to uh, to Scotland and the time that we spent with Ross and Claire and their family. And they're in the his wife Claire, and uh, they brother Ross. How long have you listened to uh, our messages online? Going on now, it must be about eight nine years. Eight or nine years. So uh, listen for a long time, and and we just kind of you're you're I believe you're the reason God wanted me to come over here and encourage you. You know, uh, and uh, you know to we we just got back from London. We were in London, and then we come here, and then we preached on the streets with you all and with all your men and uh, that we're here in the in the church here and and now uh we just wanted to kind of let you give a you two give a testimony of kind of how the ministry has impacted your life you know the lessons and the messages and the things that you've learned here mm-hmm. and uh is that where sermon audio and youtube youtube was good because i could put it on the big screen and let the whole family watch it the big screen when i'm on sermon audio I've got headphones in. Yeah. On the big screen. The big screen. Yeah. But with YouTube, I can put it on a big screen in the house. The whole the whole family could watch it. I raised two daughters. Yep. They've watched it. They've been edified. They've been encouraged. And it's all... Encouraged. Encouraged. I'm going to get that accent down. <laughs> so exalted us to clean my lives up. Amen. 
we managed through you preaching on music. We went through all our music stuff and we had a lot. And we filled three huge wheelie bins. Mm. And the satisfaction... He said wheelie bins. Wheelie bins. I like how he says that. I'm going to say wheelie bins. I think it's a wheelbarrow, maybe. Stuff and we had a lot, and we filled three huge wheelie bins. Mm. And the satisfaction we got when that got tipped into the back of the garbage truck and get crunched up, we were praising God Amen. because we knew it. Your message was clear. This stuff is of the world. It's of the devil, and it defiles. And nobody, and we had heard nobody preaching like you preached. So that was on the world you preached on that, but you also preached on the family. And brother, that was beautiful. It made me become a more godly husband. It made me become a more godly father. My children benefited from it. My wife benefited from it. I have to say it first though, she was a bit reticent. She watched you. No, no, that's not right. And I handed her the Bible and I said, refute it. There it's there in the scriptures. What we're called to do, what you're called to do, your position. But we'd never heard it. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't preached on how a biblical family should be operating. And I'll give Claire a due. She came back in a week and she went, ah, he's right. So when you first... Man, I watch this, it just makes me cry. I don't know. It just does. Started listening to this. I have this effect on women. It, it's, it, it's, a, it's a love-hate relationship. Yeah. Either they absolutely love me, or they absolutely hate me, or they start hating me, and then they, they end up absolutely loving me. That's, that's, kind of, that's kind of how it works. So I got me. that? Yes. Is that you? When I first started listening to you, and it was, what time was it? About here, about 8 o'clock in the evening that you mm -hmm. usually come on over here, mm -hmm. so... I'd maybe be doing some iron. I just want to go back there and hear him talk to me. I love how they talk. I love it. I want to go back. I want to go back over there and I just, oh man, they're just sweet people. Someday, someday the Lord may allow Hannah and I to go back over there or go over there. To and then or something and you'd come on and I'd go, oh, here he is. <laughs> you rolled your eyes. I did. I did. Oh, here he is. And then you used to say things and I'd be like, yeah, I'm down. What? And I did. I got cross. I was when I was listening, and as Ross said, he used is to cross just... the nice way of saying mad. Yeah. Yes. Angry. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that. I was just angry. Um, he would say to me, "Well, can you look at the Bible and say what he's saying is not true?" So I would take the Bible and I would go away, and I'd come back and I'd be like, "Well, no, he's right." Mm. And I kept listening, and what you were saying was true. So, other than the Lord ultimately and Ross, I would say the things that I have learned from your ministry online have helped me immensely in my walk with the Lord. Amen. And I'm very grateful for it. Praise the Lord. That's good to hear. That is the truth about it. You preached it, we applied it, and we reaped the benefits. Me and Claire, without knowing it, the world will tell you you're a partnership. Mm -hmm. But in our partnership, you're competing against one another to see who's leading. Right. But when you come with that, I oh, know the man leads, the woman submits. When we apply that to our life, the shackles were put off, Claire. Mm. Any decisions, Claire, see Ross. Anything that came up, see Ross. And Claire went, this is wonderful. I'm free. 
I don't have the pressures. And I'm leading. Amen. And I got the blessing of that as well. And our family grew. We were all edified. We were encouraged. We saw the practical outworking of the scriptures. And it was wonderful. At the time when Claire started listening to you, she was working in childcare. And you preaching on that women should be a carer at home. Women should be running the house. Yes. Ross, that's true. I'm taking someone else's children. I'm giving my children to someone else. Mm. They're raising them, and I'm raising them, and it's all upside down. We've had the blessing, we've now passed it on to our daughter. She's homeschooling. It was a bit, she's homeschooling. It was a bit late for us. Our girls are growing up now. But they're not going off into the world. They're not going off to be under some other man's authority. Amen. They'll be under my authority. Amen. And I must thank you for that, Pastor. I got that from you. And I've told them that. You're, I'll look after you. I'll provide everything you need. But we're doing this biblically. My eldest daughter has three kids. One's still in her womb. And she's homeschooling. Amen. And it's all down to the ministry of Old Pass Baptist Church. We owe you so much. And if I could take the opportunity now to thank everybody that's made this meeting possible, that the Lord has laid it on your heart to fund this with your, your money and to put your time and your effort in with your prayers, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of your heart. We've reaped the benefits. It's been an absolute blessing to us. And we thank you all, Sir Pastor. You, you've really shown us what it takes to be children of God and walking in line with the scriptures. Hope the Lord blesses you in your ministry, but we've seen it because we partake of it. We know the Lord's with you. Amen. I appreciate that. It's That's very truth. humbling to hear, and, and we're thankful that God has used it in your lives. And, and uh, you know, the one, of, one of the things that, that I pull away from this is that, that God is showing me that it's important for me to be back there at that base and get that truth out there online with OPBC online that it's impacting people all over the world. Absolutely. And, you know, it's a blessing to be here and, and to partake in this. And this won't obviously happen all the time, but people are going to reap the benefits of that online ministry. And this just kind of shows our church that I need to be doing those three broadcasts a week and I need to be getting that truth out yes. there and, and covering those topics and preaching from the pulpit and doing those things that God wants them to do. Yes. God but, wants them to see and hear. But we are the actual fruits of it. Yeah. First of all, your ministry online glorifies God. It preaches the truth, but it edifies his people. We have grown in grace and knowledge and it's been wondrous. And not only a benefit to my family, but you've met Jamie, my son-in-law. You've been a benefit to their family. And we can pass it on through. These children can be raised, knowing the biblical roles for men and for women. And wow. Yeah. It is absolutely amazing. It is the Lord and we praise him for it and we thank yeah. him for it. What a blessing you've been to his brother. Well, glory to God. I'm, I'm glad to hear it and, and that the Lord is 
use that. And I just wanted kind of everybody else to be able to hear that. And then Old Paths Baptist Church, when we get back home, you know, we'll we'll be able to share that with them too, or maybe some other way we can send it privately through our channel. But we want this message to go out so people can hear it, not to glorify us, but to glorify God and say the truth is out there. If people could watch these broadcasts and they could see uh, and the sermons and the broadcasts and the teachings on everyday things that are going on in the world, and they can be they can be taught to, to apply biblical principles to them and the model of the home and the model of the family and 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 what God wants, you know, for the family and the home and everything like that, and get that out there for more people to see. I gotta think there's a lot more of you out there that yes. have heard this and they're very, you know, they're 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 not very vocal about it. They don't say a whole lot, and I don't. I've told people before, I, I don't. Once, once the Lord humbles you, and you've been bruised by different things, betrayals, and different things like that, you don't seek flattery, and mm. and there's no flattery in your words at all. I, I just sense love and care for the Lord and appreciation that God has done what He's done. I don't. I don't. And and that's important to say because. The reason we're putting out there so people know that there's men out there that God will raise up that you can tell people the truth and you can say it straight and plain and it's going to bear fruit in the lives of people. Amen. And it's going to change lives and it's going to do more than voting at a poll or a booth is going to do. It's going to do more than any of those things because it's God's way. Amen, brother. And the strength of that is God's church, that Old Paz Baptist church that we have at home, those that... God blesses that. He just he just does. So God bless his faithfulness, brother. Yeah. And you've been faithful to the scriptures. In the face of much hostility, you've done it. And we've reaped the benefit of it. Amen. And ultimately, all glory to God. Amen. That's right. Praise the Lord. Well, thank you, Claire. Amen. I appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, sharing that with us because that's not you know those things are it's not easy to admit you didn't like somebody before <laughs> I look forward to you coming on now we've both got you on our phones so when you come on YouTube we get a notification so oh, my good. phone dings and Ross phones dings and we both come and sit down and, oh, good. and watch you online now oh, it's, good. it's amazing Amen well, I'm glad Amen what a great way to end that uh, uh, that year, the year in review there, and just that testimony of of their faithfulness and what the Lord has done in their hearts, and how we've been an encouragement to them as well. Well, let's play a song and give you a chance to uh, say hi. And uh, before we, you know, before we go here, uh, but uh, praise the Lord for that. I'm really stuck on this Ron Hamilton. Uh, video here uh our um, uh songs here on this last album is uh, and i really like uh, this one i shall see the king i like this song i keep playing it i know but it is good I show you a mystery One trumpet's mighty blast Will pierce through the sky The grave shall then be swallowed up In victory King Jesus will prevail And death shall die 
together calling the king to come each royal child looks upward scanning the skies their unison crescendo please come quickly lord pronounce the final word and we shall rise Okay, one more here. The runners all stand ready. The crowd is looking on. The starting gun is sounded, and the race is now begun. Beginning seems so easy, but soon I feel the pain. Then I hear a voice from heaven above, and it's calling out my name. Be faithful, Christian.
keep my eyes on Jesus. He knows which path is right. I trust his word to lead me through the day and through the night. Whenever I'm discouraged, he comes along beside. When I fall, my Savior picks me up and he keeps my hope alive. Amen. It's not to the strong, but it's to the faithful that God blesses. God blesses faithfulness, and we all ought to be faithful in whatever place that God has put us, in whatever station of life we are in, whether it's a father, a husband, a mother, a wife, children, uh, and church members and children of the King, those that are born again. We have a, we have a duty to be faithful to God in all that we do. And uh, let's make sure, remember that here coming up this year. And I look forward to seeing what God is going to do with our ministry here this year coming up. Uh, Don't forget about the Canada trip. Don't forget about that. We've got Canada coming, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing Carl and Mary again in Canada. Oh, and my dad just said to me this morning, he said, he said, since... You know, Carl and Mary and uh, Daryl and Teresa are get are renewing their vows. Do you think that you could renew mine and your mother's while we're over in Canada? And I, I said, sure, we can do that. So, Lord willing, that's what we'll do. So, uh, we they they would like that too. So we'll we'll do that while we're over in. Canada there at Niagara Falls, and you pray for us that the Lord would provide for us all those things and traveling and all the things that we're going to do. Uh, We're driving. Uh, Pray all the passports come in. Uh, Pray all of those things uh, that the Lord would bless uh, all of those things and meet all of our needs and, um, you know, uh, take care of us and and all of that. So, uh, yeah, that was a blessing for sure. He said that to me this morning. So uh, we will make that live, uh, and we will also uh, we'll have a video uh, of all that too. So we'll, we'll have a video of all that. It'll be a sweet thing, uh, Erica. We will make sure of it, and... Um, Praise the Lord for that. So uh, you pray that the Lord provides all those things for us to get there and all the passports. We just have grandma and grandpa's to send off. I'm waiting. Grandpa should have it by Monday. Well, not Monday because Monday's New Year's Day. I'm thinking Tuesday or Wednesday. Grandpa's going to have that. Okay. So you pray uh, for grandma and grandpa to have that then and for all that to come in so we can send their paperwork off and you pray that all the paperwork goes through. 
and that the passports and the cards and all those things come back uh, and uh, that the Lord continues to uh, meet our needs as he always has. As he provided this year, it's hard to believe, amen, another year, but God has saw us through it and provided for us and, and taken care of us. We're very grateful for that. So, um, And thank all of you for listening. You know, our audience has grown, I believe that, over the last year. And I believe it's grown since we've switched over to Rumble. But we'll have more. There's 65 people that are on there. Not a lot of them chat, though. Some of them don't. A good number of them don't. Average, We're averaging anywhere from 60 to 100 on different broadcasts live. And then afterwards, we, we have more come on. And then that's not counting Sermon Audio. Sermon Audio, uh, you know, we'll have... 44 people on there, it looks like, and 14, you know, constant on there. So, you know, uh, the audience will grow from there. And uh, and uh, you're welcome, Micah. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, Brother Ryan and his family are coming over to our house tomorrow to spend some time with us. And uh, we look forward to that afternoon so and then Sunday will be a busy day all the way into Monday because we'll be uh, there so probably no broadcast Monday I'm going to take the day off it'll be New Year's Day so no broadcast on Monday because uh, I ain't going to get well actually no there is a broadcast on Monday we're probably going to be out till one o'clock in the morning so there there will be a broadcast going out there right I just won't do my normal 2 p.m. broadcast so um Anyway, so thank you to everybody who has been a part of it. Thank you for this year, and praise the Lord for all that God has allowed us to do and that, you know, the funds to go to Europe that God provided in 2023, and he used all of you to do that. You know, uh, uh, some people from the church gave very generously too, but uh, a lot of people online gave generously uh, to see us go there too as well, and that was the beginning of something wonderful, I will tell you that. And God will show that out in the time to come. Uh, and I'm thankful for that. And thankful that uh, that I got to meet Carl and Mary and Brother Ross and Claire, Brother Joe McDonald, and all those others uh, out there uh, and see Brother Harry again and all that. That was a blessing. And we look forward to the future of what God's going to do in Canada. Okay? Uh, so praise the Lord for that. So you pray for us. And thank you, for Carl and Mary, for putting that video together for us. Uh, with those highlights and thinking about uh, all of that and uh, Brother Andrew and all his help that he does for everything. So God bless you all. And uh, uh, you know how to get a hold of us if you need anything. Uh, salvationpreacher at gmail.com. You can email me at or pastorcooley at icloud.com. And uh, if you'd like to give to our ministry, go to oldpazbaptistchurch.org. Go to our website, click on Donate. And uh, it's there. You can do PayPal, Venmo, or Apple Pay, or you can go to our sermon audio page and click on Donate there and find out uh, how you can give, or you can mail us something to 1030 Highway 3, South Highway 3, Northfield, Minnesota, 55057. It's at the bottom of our sermon audio page. All right, everybody, God bless you. Take care, and uh, we look forward to seeing you on Sunday uh, live when we are streaming from... uh, the uh, New Year's Eve uh, and outside of the Vikings and Green Packers game.